Notes from the Upper West Side, a novel by Dan Wrench. Chapter 107 The Traffic Maven. So I was pretty sure I was going to send Jessica a copy of this unfinished book, even though I didn't want to. Fuck me. I wish I were different. I wish I could look forward to conflict and thrive on it like Patton. You know, a born warrior? Or like my mother. My mother would eat your hostility like it was bloody steak. She was the traffic coordinator of the town in Massachusetts where I grew up. Well, not the only coordinator. She worked in the office of the traffic maven most of her life, and for a few years there, she was going in every day to work with this other woman. Swear to God, for years, I only knew this person as Zelda Zany, because that's what mom called her in dinner table anecdotes. My mom craved her encounters with Zelda Zany. She eagerly went into work to get called catty names by Zelda and to find what disgusting yet imaginative item Zelda put on my mom's desk each morning. Mom laughed about it, reveled in it. For her, it was adventure, glamorous adventure, swashbuckling. Look it, where I grew up, we had this eccentric traffic control system that dated back to, I don't know, ancient times. Instead of a yellow light, there was this buzzer that would go off to warn drivers they were about to get a red light or that they were in for a green light, which was kind of cool in a small way, at an angle when you look back on it. No modern traffic lights have a signal that tells when you're about to come off red. You have to try and look around at the crossways traffic signal to see if the yellow light has flicked on. Well, in our town... You heard this low and growly sounding buzzer when you had a red light coming up and a high and tweeting buzzer to tell you there was a green light coming up. They had one thing in common, and that was they were really loud and obnoxious. Maybe that's two things. One sounded like an electric foghorn, the other like a parakeet in the electric chair. Then one day, Zelda Zany recommended getting a company to come in and install a traffic system with yellow lights and no buzzers. Who knows why it took someone so long to come up with that idea, or why the person who came up with it was Zelda Zany. But that's how it happened, and it's what kicked off the biggest adventure of my mom's career. Now in my town, we're talking 20 lights here, maybe 25. Something that was going to take only a week or two to convert. But mom took umbrage at the impending yellow light conversion. She was a traditionalist, the kind of traditionalist who gets a job working as a government bureaucrat in a New England township. Get rid of the old buzzers? Bad idea, said mom in a loud voice. For her, that was like getting rid of the big white church at the head of the square. So she held the project up for months almost single-handedly. 
She created petitions and threatened to have each and every traffic buzzer landmarked so you couldn't get rid of it. That last part was the part that made my mom into kind of a crusader. Me and my dad, we thought of her as almost a hero, even though the two of them used to get in fights about it and he would sometimes call her a kook. And I guess it was kind of kooky. See, it seemed like a no-brainer to the rest of the town that we should get nice, quiet yellow lights to replace the harsh, loud buzzers that drove some people so nuts they said they would shoot their own pet dogs in the yard because a lot of times the buzzers made the dogs howl. Then we heard some guy went downtown and started taking shots at the buzzers until the cops came. Plus, buzzers are confusing. How do I know the loud electric tweet I just heard is from my lane? How do I know it isn't for some other lane in a nearby street? But there weren't a lot of accidents, so the insurance guys couldn't resolve the lights versus buzzers controversy with statistics. And the guys shooting their pet dogs in the yard because the buzzers drove them nuts? Turns out that was more of a barnyard legend than a fact that could be verified with the seven guys and one chick on the Jerkin PD. And even though all the grown-ups were sure about some guy taking shots at the buzzers, Turns out the seven guys and one chick had no paperwork of the event ever being reported. There were some old newspaper stories, but they all started with words like, Locals say a jerkin man became so angry at the buzzers. Turns out it was all hearsay. Nobody even knew the guy's name. Chalk another one up to the power of Banyard legend, Mom said one night, sipping her coffee after dinner. So there just seemed to be this big impasse that couldn't be overcome with an actual fact. It was one mob of opinionated townsfolk versus another mob of opinionated townsfolk. But there were a lot of people from out of town, mostly geezers, looking for a cheap place to retire, who moved in and they were like, what the fuck is all this noise? Or whatever it is geezers said back then instead of fuck. So they tended to side with the mob that wanted to ditch the buzzers. Like I said, there were only about 20 of these buzzers, but they were all located in about the same part of town, Main Street and the streets near Main Street. So growing up there, you got used to hearing a harbor full of electric foghorns followed by last day on death row for a dozen parakeets going off all the time downtown. It was like traffic in Manhattan with auga car horns. You got used to it. No big deal, right? Except everyone knows it's a lot of noise all day and all night that could be replaced by the serenity of blowing breezes and maybe bullfrogs mating if you had yellow lights. So when you move up to quaint little Jerkin, Massachusetts from New York or New Haven, looking for some peace and quiet... Pretty much the first thing you want to know is who you have to blow to get the buzzers shut off. Well, when the yellow light faction of the town came up against my mom, they were pretty sure, like I said, that everybody with a brain was ready to ace the buzzers and move on to a modern and accepted and tested system of traffic lights. But my mom liked the buzzers, and I think mainly she didn't like Zelda Zany and the team that was coming in to slaughter her nostalgia and chop it up for parts. 
And also there was some kind of office politics that my mom never explained or even tried to explain. Notes from the Upper West Side is a work of fiction. The people depicted in this work do not exist. Notes from the Upper West Side, copyright 2022 by Dan Wrench.